Hello, hello, and welcome to the Draw Play Podcast. It's intentional sounding. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and I'm currently kind of fucking miserable, but it's okay because I'm doing a podcast with my good old pal Sam Grezis. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Heck yeah. Create. Put something out into the world, even when you're depressed. Maybe, maybe it'll. People will appreciate your art as the tortured musings of a depressed soul. Isn't that what we're? Every, isn't that all? Everything Sam for? has just said has made it very clear that he has not actually checked my page for the past week. No, I have not. I actually have not. I was going to get caught up, and then I didn't. Oh boy, I'm going through some sort of stomach bullshit for oh. like the past three weeks to the point where like I, I went to the ER a couple weeks ago thanks to an attack and now they're trying to figure out what is wrong with me at this point it's probably an ulcer they've ruled out they, they did like an ultrasound on my liver and my That's, gallbladder which is a very odd experience by the way if you've imagine. never had an ultrasound it is a weird experience mm-hmm. but they, they kind of ruled out gallstones and stuff so i have i'm scheduled to have a tube and a camera stuck down my throat in the coming week so I'm, I'm basically I, i'm just like constantly uncomfortable because of something wrong in my stomach and it's miserable and it sucks oh boy i yeah i so i was i was gonna say i i've been i i saw the the comic on uh the uh the opt-out i saw um a couple of the other comics how did i just miss this giant thing oh here it is yes okay Yes, uh, the the taking a metal medical break on the seventh. That is the that is the one that I missed. Um, and now I feel it's like been a bad up friend. For a week. <laughs> and it has been yeah, I know, I know, I know. And now and now my bad friendness has been uh, exposed on the internet for everyone to see. Uh, 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 number one, honest apologies. Number two, honest best wishes. Number number three, all this sucks. I I, I am uh, glad that that it appears at least at this point not to be anything uh, uh more serious um and you know hopefully they can just take care of it that'd be great yeah whatever it is it's it's in the stomach i don't i haven't gotten better but i haven't gotten worse that's good i would say i did have a covid test mm-hmm. at the beginning because i wasn't sure what was going on sure and gotta tell you that sucks yeah <laughs> yep there so there, there it seems, is an unpleasant feeling having that shoved up your nose. There seem to be two different camps, um, and I will I will leave it to the audience to to say. Um, well, okay, so this is the thing. If you th- this is this is a conversation I had among friends, and what they said was that there is you can very easily out yourself uh, inadvertently as a frequent nose picker if you say that the covid test wasn't that bad okay i am going to straight up disagree with that because i am a self-confessed i pick my nose far too often so do i and And i didn't think it was that bad i jammed it right up there and it was like no it absolutely sucked are you kidding me? That was miserable. Maybe Fair. I don't shove my finger up very far, but nope, I absolutely maybe. pick my nose far more than is good for me. And I was absolutely miserable with that thing up there. Fair. They when I if you haven't had it yet, 
when we were when we we drove up and we got the test taken the guy before he stuck the thing up my nose he described it as kind of like the sense when you jump into a highly chlorinated pool and some of it gets really far up your nose and burns that's a pretty accurate description of how it feels that's fair mine didn't mine didn't burn and maybe it was because i got an at-home thing i jammed it up literally as far as it would go to make sure i oh so you didn't have it done to you you did it to yourself no and that you know that might be also part of it maybe like your body reacts to it differently if you are in control because you can feel how uncomfortable you are and kind of grin and bear through it because again Mm -hmm. i i went in as far as it would go um yeah i because i i got one of the at-home tests and i actually think like if you go to like cvs or walgreens or like Dwayne reed or, or wherever um and do a test there i like do a drive up test uh, they just give you the kit in your car and you do it and you do it. It's a self-administered test and you drop it off in like a little drop off window. Oh, no, I, I we pulled up. We didn't have to get out of the car. The guy just like came over to the window, uh, asked me which nostril I smell better out of. And, oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. And he just he just went straight up with it as far back as. Like, I don't know how far back it went, but it went farther back than I thought it was going to go. And it stayed in there for two seconds too long. And I felt violated for 20 minutes afterward. Mm-hmm. It's, it was not pleasant. What what you don't understand if you haven't uh, had the test is that, like, you think it would go up, right? Well, you it think, just goes deep. You would think you would think the swab, yeah. You think the swab goes up they're, or kind of up at an like angle. They're sticking it straight, straight into back. your sinuses. Exactly. They're, they're putting it like way to like the back of your sinuses. And yeah. You don't really realize where your sinuses are until there's something poking the back of them. Yes, it is in, like not up. It is. It is not like a horrendously horrible garbage experience but it is a genuinely uncomfortable five seconds the 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 top tips that i have uh heard and i can now endorse um uh from friend of the show ray rayberg uh he says that if you're gonna get a test no matter if it's self-administered or whatever but especially if someone else is doing it to you uh make sure you bring a fuck ton of tissues because you are going to want to blow your nose a lot and sneeze a lot uh, because of the the discomfort in your sinuses, and bring a lot of uh, water as well, because for a lot of these drive-up tests, you are going to be waiting out in the sun for a long time. See, I didn't, I didn't want to blow my nose, really, because or... I did. Oh, I, man, I didn't I have really any like snot. I didn't have any issues with that. Like it felt like he just went straight in and came out mm-hmm. with nothing really on it. I I felt like you know sometimes. When you're really stopped up, when you got a cold or something, yeah, and you yeah, blow yeah, your yeah. nose real hard, and a really big chunk Ugh. of phlegm yeah. comes like out of your throat and out, and then afterwards, it feels like there's like this weird raw spot mm-hmm. in in the back. That's what it felt like for me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to blow my nose or anything like that. I wanted to just like dump water into my nose to just like cover the area that was touched as like a soothing. Like mm-hmm. it was, it it was it was less painful and more of like a burn. Sure, sure, that's fair. Yeah, because I thought I was gonna like, like bleed or drip snot, mm-hmm. but I really didn't. And maybe I was just sure. like surprisingly clear that day. But I don't know. 
fair. Super fair. It's not that bad. If 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 you're having the symptoms, it's like it's an uncomfortable five seconds. You'll be fine yeah. in ten minutes. Yeah. But it it's not pleasant. It's true. So anyway, that's that's what's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll get updates. I thankfully I can just sit here in front of a microphone and talk. I I can't really draw for the moment because sitting oh, is yeah. kind of uncomfortable. I bet, that's, I bet that's not great. Yeah. Like the only way I can really sit ironically is by giving myself really good posture which as a lifelong slumper isn't something i could do for very long before getting tired (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh. and that but we want i wanted to do a podcast because this yeah stuff's going on sports is back sports is back we're getting we're getting closer to even more football sports not college football though college football is basically canceled yeah what are the last holdouts um the Big Ten, th- except for Iowa and Nebraska, or Nebraska and – no, it was Iowa and Nebraska were the only two schools that voted uh, not to postpone the season or just not play. Um, the uh, Big Ten is out. Uh, yeah. The Pac-12 is out. Pac-12 is out. Um, I think the SEC is probably still going because yeah. the SEC is exactly the kind of places that would still be going exactly. no matter what. Yep. Um the SEC is going. I think the Big 12, as of now, is still going. Um, I think the ACC is not going, though. Uh, let me see. I'm going to just search for for how canceled is college football. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad about this. I think... Uh, uh, I think that, like, the, the, the cool thing, right, was the players all came together and were like, either cancel the season or pay us. And that was pretty frigging great. Yeah, that was that that was really funny. And Trevor Lawrence, like late one night, was just like, "Hey, yes, we want to play. We want to come out. We want to like take care of us." And yeah. everyone's like, "Yeah." And then the next morning, he's just like, "Or pay us." And every, and all those people were like, "What? Well, wait a minute! Wait a minute! No! Yeah, you can't get put, no. <laughs> Fuck off! This this entire thing has really just like further. I mean, we already knew." That it's all about money and exploitation, yeah. but it's made it even more clear that that's all they really care about. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it, it's uh, the mask is completely off of honestly pretty much everything at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, it was just the Big Ten and Pac-12, by the way. No one else has made a decision uh, yet, except for well, there are two other conferences. Uh, the MAC is not playing. We're not going to get any MACTION. Um, and then uh, the Mountain West also uh, will not play. Well, you know, maybe if we had used these last five months to actually do something about do it. Fucking anything. Jesus. I, I have been so fucking mad every time I've seen this the horrendously stupid take of someone being like, why are people rooting for the virus or hoping to say, I told you so with this? And... It's mind-numbingly aggravating to see those takes because it's like they're assuming we don't want sports. Right, right, exactly. exactly. It's, it's just like, I don't understand, like, why some of my colleagues are hoping that sports goes down. Like, wouldn't that affect them? And like, yes, we, we've we been calling for this. It's I, I described it in a tweet, and I'm still really proud of this analogy, but it's like we're strapped. We've been strapped to train tracks. Mm-hmm. And... The authorities, the people who could put 
rules in place, everything to hold this down, to take care of us, are standing right there as the train is slowly coming our way. We're tied, and we're just asking yeah, them to untie us. It's also very clear, to be clear, the train is moving very, very slowly, right? It it's, is, it is it's a not big, fast. strong train, it, but it's not moving very fast. We ha- we the, the train is taking months to reach us, but yes. it's still going to run us over. Yes. All we want to do is just like, hey, just untie us. And the people who have the ability to untie us are like, well, maybe it'll be go- – it's probably gone by April. Right. Or, right. or it's 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 not going to be that bad or it won't really hit you. Just like we, we have literally seen this coming for months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying we're rooting for it. Like, no, we wanted the shit to be taken care of months ago so that we wouldn't be in this situation where we now have to s- decide between football and potentially risking people's lives right in a very direct fashion right it never should have come to this if they had taken appropriate action months ago the entire country would have been in a much better situation kind of like how most other countries handled it and are all in much better situations well, like it, new zealand or vietnam it's it's funny it's funny that you say that it's it's like it, the it's it's almost like one is related to the other right um the yep. countries that are doing the the worst with it are right now uh, the United States and uh, actually the UK not doing super great, uh, specifically England, um, you know, and, and look who's look who's in charge. Look what look where the priorities are. Right. Like England is opening, even though they have uh, socialized medicine, they're opening things back up. They, there isn't really as much of a social safety net as exists elsewhere in Europe. Um and you know or, or really anywhere right um which kind of blows my mind because yeah. boris was like hospitalized with it so you yes. think that like even as times, a dipshit yeah. conservative that he'd at least understand that it's a serious problem yeah, because no, he's, he's almost been killed place. by it yeah no uh. school, they're they're going to school schools are opening oh man Ugh, this fucking thing mm-hmm. it's ridiculous it is, but it is fucking wild. I, I've also seen, when it comes to college football, I've seen a couple takes that I've been disappointed by. Just like the people who are, who are like, no, they should have it because the kids would be safer if they have the bubble and testing. And I, I just can't. And they're like, well, now they're just going to go home and party and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I that, don't buy this argument. Yeah. Because like the, the thing is that because college sports is not it's not a professional league that has much more capability of isolating itself. The NFL has much better capability yes. to isolate itself, even though it probably won't. And it's going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. It still has the ability to hold off itself the way basketball has very successfully, the way hockey has relatively successfully. Uh, baseball, not quite as successful, no. but it could be worse. Yeah. But professional leagues have the ability to isolate themselves. Where colleges, like, well, if they're playing football, they still have to, like, go to classes, class. right? Well, this is they what, still, they're they, still, good. they're like, well, they're going to go home and they're just going to go to, they were going to no, go to parties if the football season fucking, was happening. Yeah, really, dude. It's not, yeah. So so the the, the really funny thing that, that you're bringing up, right, is that you're talking about the mask being off and, like, yeah, like, like, it's almost like we're treating these kids as full-time employees of a sports league, but also kids who are, you know, 
presumably students as well that that have to live normal student lives and you know right we're treating this as if it's a job and it's but not they're not paying they're them not they're paying not they're, them. they have they're to not paying class. them they, they have, have to class do they so have much to other things. Ugh. like no like this like being playing while having like a bunch of tests administered isn't going to keep them safer not really. They're yeah. still going to go to parties. And now they're going to go to parties. There's still going to be dumb kids who don't take this seriously, who go to parties, who transmit the disease. But now they're not going to be in a game forcefully going up against kids who are trying to be more responsible about right, it, who right. aren't going to parties. Like yeah. now the kid who is deliberately staying away from parties and trying to take care of himself isn't going to be playing football and breathing heavily and getting tackled by a bunch of kids who didn't take it seriously and then getting the disease that way. At least now the idiots will more or less be a little bit more contained with their own idiocy and the people who take care of themselves will be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the way I see it. So I, yeah. I hate that argument. It's also it's just like, stupid. yeah, what, it doesn't fucking like what you're you're arguing that they're going to be too busy with football and too tired to like what 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 has that when has playing football ever stopped people from partying? That's not it's just not it's not it's just fucking not like the only sucks, way to make man. it successful is if they bubbled them, didn't allow them to go to class and treated it as professional league, but they're not willing to right, do that exactly. because that exposes the scam. But yeah, that's right. That would expose the whole entire scam. And then, and then you'd have people asking like, Hey, why not keep it this way? Right. Well, which is one of the actual, not, I mean, there's not much we can look at in terms of silver linings, but the fact that people are like, Oh, you know, why don't we just kind of take a, why don't we have more walkable spaces and outdoor, uh, outdoor, like walking and like uh, margaritas to go. And why don't, you know, why don't we, why don't we have a stronger social safety net? Why don't we have social, like, why is only coronavirus testing free? You know, like, why isn't it always this way? The, the yeah. question of why why can't it always this be this way? Why can't we always act, um, or why can't we always have this baseline of helping out people who need it? Is you know one of the one of the nicer things to that that this pandemic and the fact that like local communities have kind of banded together and helped each other out. Yeah, here's um, a good question for you, Sam. You know? What are some things that the pandemic has sort of forced into our culture that you would like to see stick around after we oh, get through this. Well, yeah. Okay. So, so beyond like the, the obvious bigger things, right? Like, uh, like, like healthcare and yeah, stuff like healthcare, that. healthcare, unemployment. I mean, the big one is working from home, right? Yes. The, that is, that is the biggest one. Like, and, and I've been, there's, there's a bunch of people who were smarter and more, uh, uh, more experienced uh, than me on Twitter talking about how, uh, you know, having loc these locuses of power in, uh, in a whole bunch of different fields, uh, you know, journalism, game development, uh, architecture, wherever, you know, uh, th in fields where there really isn't any reason to be in an office. The fact that, like, the fact that it takes people from uh, from more uh, poor neighborhoods, from more economically uh, devastated neighborhoods, 
uh, a very long time to commute to an office like in, a, in downtown in a city. That sucks. There, there's like a lot of like ableism and and like privilege built into actually going to work in an office. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, there is. It's I I can tell you for personally like I've greatly enjoyed being able to work from home every day yeah. because before this like as as a little bit of window into my regular schedule i work the 6 a.m to 2 30 shift at my job Ooh, which boy, is entirely boy. online social media based and i do that specifically because i don't want to fight traffic i would rather get up right. at five o'clock in the morning so i could drive 30 minutes well at that early in the morning it's like a 20 minute drive be to, into one of the suburbs where the office is located so I can sit in front of a computer screen and do social media stuff that I can absolutely do at home yeah, as just as efficiently. Yep. The only thing I'm missing is like the average normal office interactions with friends and stuff you make. I've missed that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, think a lot I get have. an hour of my life back every day now. Exactly. Because that's an hour I'm not spending in the car going to and from work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the the other the other like thing is that you know I I think about this a lot is is that like this is one of my hot takes is that is that commute time should be counted as work time or if it's not counted as work time it should be paid as work time you know mm. like you shouldn't be yeah. responsible for your commute gas you shouldn't be you know because it's not it, it's not like you, know, you should absolutely not be penalized for showing up late if there's a traffic jam or yeah, an Jesus, accident that right, holds exactly. you off it's not you know anyway yeah that's that's number one for for me what about you dave um yeah i'm not it's kind of a weird thing to say but i actually enjoy wearing masks yep i i enjoy the cleanliness that has come out of this yes. the more attention to sanitation mm -hmm. that has come from this mm -hmm. like you go into a restaurant and i refuse to go to a sit-down restaurant yeah and yeah. sit down and eat until exactly. this is over but i'm happy to do takeout yeah but like you get in there and there's like glass between you and the cashier mm -hmm. like that clear glass and you see them like occasionally just spray it. that there's just more sanitation consciousness right exactly and it's the it's something that makes you think about all the stuff that you've been not thinking about beforehand. Like all this discussion over like, oh, hold the mask, keep the mask in front of your face so you're not transmitting things. And you see all the diagrams of how much spit comes out of your fucking face every time you breathe. And you realize before this, that was just all the time. You're just constantly spraying and getting sprayed in the face by other people talking. Yeah. And actually being conscious of that, you're like, holy shit, we're gross. Mm -hmm. So this sort of like increased sanitation has is something I hope kind of sticks around. Well, and I don't know if it will like, I, you know, I, I once. Well, if man, if we get a vaccine soon and if. You know, whatever. A, a ton of ifs, right, when we're talking about mm -hmm. what, what the country looks like on the other side. But um, I, I, think it's, I think it's safe to assume that some of that will, will drop off pretty significantly. I think places where it won't drop off, probably food service. And yeah. I, think, I think that for a lot of us, uh, 
mask wearing has been normalized to the point where even if it can be fashionable well yeah and fashionable so even if we feel a little bit like under the weather um and you have to go out for something like put on a mask be courteous don't get other people yeah you know even if it's just like a little cough like i I think that that's i think that that is a very nice thing that 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 little self-consciousness yeah yes exactly or in personal responsibility because it's like no one else is taking responsibility so we have a personal and communal responsibility for us and the people we care about you know Mm -hmm. yeah it matters yeah to get back to quote sports sports so past few past month i'd say i i would say that your uh twitter feed has been completely impossible to me at least oh, half yeah. the time yes yep because yep. i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about because you're talking about baseball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i have tried to understand what the fuck baseball is i read your polygon article it helped a little mm-hmm. i still don't get it okay and why i should care so, so i want to give this time to you so that you can explain to me and anyone else who listens what the hell baseball is and why they should care all right so let's um let's do this let's do like an, a basic overview of what baseball actually is right baseball is a uh, a fictionalized sports league loosely based on the actual sport of baseball uh where the developers it's so the website is baseball.com is it it like a video game kind of like a browser game yes it is like a browser game it is like a browser game. So if you if you go to baseball.com, not now because the it blew up and the developers are like working or have like taken a week or two week long break to kind of make sure everything is working right um, with everyone visiting the site because they had no idea it would get this big. Um, the game is it's a betting game, right? It is it is a sports league that you cannot really interact with in any way there are uh i believe 20 teams if i remember correctly each in uh each in uh four separate divisions right and if you go to the website during the season which takes place from monday uh through friday and then the postseason is saturday every week um you can just kind of log on and there will be a uh an easy easily parsable visual representation of a baseball game so you'll see like a pitcher or you'll see like who is pitching and there will be a live update of like what happens you'll see like ball strikes and outs you'll see who is on base um and how many are on base and then you'll see the score um and this updates in real time so you'll see like so how often are the games are they simulating like 162 games or oh like God, every yes. week there, or like how there there are 100 games every week okay or i believe 99 games every week before the postseason so they are they they roll there is one game every team plays a game every 30 minutes or every hour um 
right? So the games start at the at the top of the hour, and every team plays one game every hour uh, until like there's a period of time, and it's like from morning to night. It's like general like um people being awake hours but that that's kind of it what it is it's it's continuous and it's rolling um all day pretty much um so the the way that you actually interact with it is you get coins to bet on uh to bet on your favorite team you also make money when the team you select as your favorite team wins right so you can bet like $100 on the Hades Tigers to beat the Charleston Shoe Thieves, right? And if they win, depending on the odds, because all the teams have players that have rankings and skills and whatever, uh, depending on the odds, you can make, you know, double or less or a little bit more than your money. You can see which team is the favorite and all that. In essence, it's a betting game, right? That is the way you actually interact with uh blaze ball you don't have any uh direct uh control over what happens in any given game now so so like, now you're not betting actual money right? no 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 no. it's like it's it's monop it's monopoly in-game money yeah exactly and, okay and you get it you get it for free if you run out you can press a button to get more you know it's not it's it's pretty simple um so the the way that you so first of all like there's that kind of like satisfaction of like oh you know I'm watching the I'm watching this simulation and I'm betting on it like and it's kind of fun I'm seeing a number go up. The the second layer to that is that you are also able to vote on changes to the game uh whether it is opening a forbidden book of baseball secrets whether it is uh, inciting a plague of peanuts that also uh, attracted a bunch of rabid birds, whether it is awarding the fourth strike to the four worst teams in the league uh, over the course of a season, or whether there there are there are also like things that can make your favorite team better, like um, performance enhancing demons uh, uh, for like uh, another thumb. Your, your pitcher can get a lot better by having a, another thumb on the opposite side of their hand. Like, it's all this kind of weird, slightly cursed stuff. And in kind of planting those seeds, there has, uh, <clears throat> like, a, a fan uh, base has evolved that kind of has filled in the blanks and, like, team history is a made fan art uh, a across all these characters to kind of like explain kind of like what what is going on like the cursed stuff you know so th- so that's it there's there's like a whole bunch of different levels to it like there's a lot of people that just like kind of going into the wiki and and pretty much writing the story of baseball there are people who just kind of like laughing at the funny names and seeing a number go up um and there are people that just like the community. The community is really dope. There's Discord, um, and it's great. So that's kind of the the high level. I guess it's not that high level. I got into the weeds a little bit, but like that's that's the that is the uh, circumspect explanation of what baseball is, right? It hooks people with the kind of like betting mechanic and 
like ridiculous names of teams and players and then you know if you're if you get really hooked there's a cool there's a great community that you can be a part of and you can also kind of just write your own stories okay that makes more sense to me now yeah yeah that's that's it and i like the other thing is i know it's not like it's not for everyone um but but it's like if you liked um if you ever played that game where you put like a bunch of level six jigglypuffs in smash brothers and final destination and you picked one and if you lost you had to drink or if you liked setting up a franchise like a computer run franchise in madden uh and just kind of seeing where it goes or like they did this in in a wwe game too there was like wwe universe that you could just kind of simulate um a a a length of time in the wwe and just kind of see what stories uh organically pop up without your input if you like that kind of stuff like baseball uh baseball will scratch that itch for you a hundred percent okay thank you yeah thank you thank you for this detailed explanation and summary yeah i appreciate it that's it and now i never have to talk about it again (laughs) but we can talk about marbles Yes, let's talk about marbles. If you haven't been paying attention to the Marble League, we've as of this recording, there's only one event left, and it's, been, and it's coming down to the wire on wild. who's going to win. Yeah, it's been wild after a poor showing. So I haven't seen Collision. I, I know part of the results, but the Aquathlon really opens the door uh, for some of the uh, the you know second place and lower teams to to kind of make their mark and make a run it's it's kind of happening everything is getting way more condensed right at the end yeah. so just to uh give a little bit of spoilers you kind of already know but just to give a little bit of spoilers it turns out that the rangers are apparently coached by kyle shanahan <laughs> very good <laughs> very good they've been leading for like four weeks and the past two weeks They've come in dead fucking last, and now they're not even leading anymore. Oh, and I didn't know. That. I didn't know that they dropped down. Did 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 my boys? Did the Savage Speeders uh, overtake? Yep. Them? Hell yeah! They're winning go. by the, the Savage Speeders got gold, and the Rangers got sixteenth two weeks in a row. Roni, what a what a collapse! So it's going to come down to the very final game, which will go up probably this weekend. I think he uploads like every couple of days yeah it's it's so good if you haven't haven't really been paying attention it's absolutely worth it collision is always one of my favorite ones to watch yeah because really there's hard. there's lore and history this one i think he got a little too complicated with the scenery around it because mm-hmm. he's always had like enormous the, the point like, of the marble collision is like all the marbles from one team and another team slide into the middle of a square arena and they just smack into each other. And whoever wins is the one that keeps the most marbles on the board. Right. And like bordering the board are like some dominoes and walls that easily fall over that marbles can go through. And over the years, he's added more complications to it where it used to just be them slamming into each other. Now, then there was them slamming into each other with a couple of big ball bearings on the side. Oh, that yeah, the ball bearings, right. Act- active 
their their little bit got hit, the ball bearings would come in, and then it add extra chaos by potentially knocking some marbles off. And he's slowly added to that. And this one is almost too busy, mm-hmm. I would say, because there's like massive ball bearings. There's tiny ball bearings that uh, are like catapulted onto it, oh. and like some other ones that are shot. It's very wild. It's a little visually confusing if you don't know exactly what you're looking at in your first timer. So I would might recommend re- watching one of the old videos the, first. The sweet spot for me is is the dominoes on the side and the like the just the four maybe ball, bigger ball bearings. You know, the, the, and I think that's what it that was, was probably the, the best. They did, they did the I events. think that was I think that was the best event. I don't know if I liked this version of the event quite as much because there's just a lot of visual noise going on and it's hard to immediately instinctively see who's getting hit who's getting knocked off because there's just too much happening it's also a very it's like more than any other event it's number one fast number two it's eight eight marbles that are like not just eight marbles but eight marbles plus a certain amount of ball bearings it is kind of hard to visually track everything in real time and see instantly oh like this team is in the lead you have to end up like counting up at the very end and like oh that ball bearing kind of looks like a team galactic but it's not yeah you know it's it's the more noise i i kind of see what you mean it's it's already a little bit hard for me to follow um you know in the first place even even without like all that extra stuff you mentioned so i am the 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 best the best ones that you see are ones that have very are very easily visually uh distinct on what is happening like collision has a little bit too much now but last year's version of it was pretty much perfect but like the best ones are like the balance i think the balance Balance one which is is like the first event is the best event because it's just so easy to see and understand what's happening yeah yep yep i I think a lot of the uh the single like um well i see i say that but the uh, another thing i would put in that list is the uh is the funnel drop like i like the multi-funnel drop i didn't like the black hole funnel drop i didn't love um, but the, no. the multi, the, the multi funnel drop is, is great. It, well, Very entertaining. Like, Cause it lasts a while and it features a lot of changes as it's yes, happening. Cause like yeah, going in first yeah. does not guarantee anything because the next one could come in, hit the backside of that marble and lose all its momentum and then dip through it, Like the, the multi funnel event is one of the best ones because it takes There's a long so time and you can see things yeah. happening over and over again. It's great. It's, it's, it's the, probably, the worst yeah. ones are probably like. The individual marble ones where they don't have... I hate the uh, long jump one. I, I wish I liked that more. Like, I, I think... Because the, the, the problem was, like... The long jump have a lot of promise, but but it just doesn't... Something about it the, doesn't land. The, prob, the thing is, with, like, long jump and high jump, it's like, those things are really exciting to watch humans do because it's an amazing athletic feat. When right. it's it's kind of an inherent problem with marbles because marbles are by design basically all the exact same thing and they're all f- going down the track the exact same way. So there's very little opportunity for variation in how the results end up. Like the long jump one was probably the worst because every marble landed within right. like within two, two inch, yeah. a, a, like a two inch space yeah. and you literally can't 
see the difference on where they land. You just see it land and you're just sitting there waiting for the replay so you can actually find out if it was a good jump or not because it's it's just so close visually together you can't see the difference whereas something high jump was a little bit better because they had the little marker of the bar that if they hit the bar that's a good visual indicator that they didn't get it that kind of thing mm-hmm. so there's some of the a lot of the events are very visually based and they offer a sense of physics variation like right. more physics variation offers more interesting results because there's more weird variables at play that can change things up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also like one of the, one of the coolest things about marble, uh, the marble runs in general. And the reason that, that the, it, it like started with marble races is because like the fun part about it is like wild comebacks, like someone in first place choking, like that, that's the kind of thing is, is the, the overtakes and all that. And I get that you don't like, that you can't have that all the time like and and that's kind of why i like the the marble league and the marble olympics is is that it's just like oh like that's kind of cool like you know it's it's a more I, impressive is the wrong word right but it's it's a different kind of way of doing the same thing um but the, yeah, no, I I'm, think I'm there, it's There's coming things. up later this year, but the best thing he does is Sand Marble Rally. Oh, God. Sand Marble Rally. 100%, 100% because it Ooh. features the most weird shit that can happen because yeah. marbles can just like launch off the stuck. course all the time yeah. because they're just going around sand and there's little imperfections in the sand. It's by far the best event. There was there was a uh, a dirt rally, if I remember right. Um in the in this year's marble league and that rules that rule that owned yeah. bones yeah that's that's the best one that's always my favorite event to watch so i'm excited for later this year when we get the sand marble rally yeah yeah that's awesome i i love it uh yeah hopefully hopefully the the speeders can hold their spot or like i'm, I'm again i need to watch it but i am i am happy with the uh the results that uh my two most favorite teams have have uh notched um raspberry racers are were at least kind of they were charging up and then kind of settled and it's actually funny because somebody did like a a graph of like their place every week and the raspberry racers started high and have only dropped yeah 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 i mean yeah they have only they have only dropped but their 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 fall from grace was a whole lot less uh precipitous right it it was on the back of a bunch of like sixth to like 13th place finishes instead of you know just they, they were just in the middle of the pack too much and they yeah, just kept exactly. slowly moving downhill yep. yep at this point like i i still would love to see the rangers take it sure because i don't like the savage speeders sure, well, but i'm yeah. i'm, I'm kind of rooting for a third party to just mm-hmm. suddenly come in and win it all mm-hmm. like the minty maniacs oh the minty or, the, the minty the, maniacs taking it would be would be wild if that if that dynasty like would actually like come back because i think they won the last ones didn't they they no okay i th- i think they've been consistently in the top half okay recently maybe. okay so they, they're, they're within striking distance and uh they just won third at collision so they're they have a chance. It's just all going to depend on if the speeders and O-Rangers fall apart. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I would I would love that. I, would, I also get like, into Marble League. Yeah, get into Marble League. It's the fucking best. Marble League, Marble League, and baseball are are the only sports I need right now. And because also, like, I don't know. I was talking about this with Ray. They're like they don't make you feel bad. You know? No, they don't. There's, not, there's, there's no not people. Anything. There's, there's no, no like people. weird ownership. It's just you're just watching marbles and suddenly feeling way more invested than you think you should be. Yeah. And that's part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. That's if you it. if you buy into it, it's really entertaining stuff to just let yourself go with this silly thing. I am I eagerly just set aside and stop whatever the fuck I'm doing whenever I see a new marble video has been uploaded because right. I'm like, all right. I got ten minutes. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Shit, it's very good shit. I am. I am hoping that they well, because they've been doing Marbula E, which I've been enjoying. That's that's kind of a cool thing. I don't know if you have kept up. With I that. I do I do enjoy Marbula E. I like the weird setup. I like that they have like an actual like race announcer. Yeah, well, helping uh, out the other regular announcer. Yeah. Um, the, the coolest thing is those are all, so it's in collaboration, I believe with Red Bull racing. Um, and what they are doing is, I don't know if they're timing it on days where formula E is happening, but they have had, uh, they have had Yella recreate, uh, like kind of marble appropriate, uh recreations of all the like real world tracks that formula e races on this season and they all all the marbles like represent the different teams that are actually racing it's really cool i i mean that that is like if i if i ran some sort of like sporting league or like some sporting team like if i was if i owned any kind of anything related to sports i would that would be something that i would absolutely love to do to like throw throw a bunch of money at, at a marble run thing to recreate the actual sport yeah it's so much better like basically marble league the olympics used to be called the marble olympics and the olympic were like oh, no oh. and that meanwhile like formula one was just like nah fucking use it we love this shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like that that's that's ideal so yes. it's it's great. Like Marble One probably isn't quite as interesting as the Marble Olympics, but the fact that it's so like professional, they got like the actual Formula One announcer to come in yeah. and start talking about th- these marbles, and he's calling marbles Jaguar and Audi, right. and yes. it's great. Audi. It's yes. fucking great. Yeah, yep. It's it's really and really it's, good. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just marbles are so pure and beautiful and worth 10 minutes of your time every once in a while yes seriously i know we've gone on it for like three podcasts straight but we fucking love it it. it's It's so much more enjoyable than the nightmare that is football it's also like there's such a good backlog of of marble uh runs and marble like marble olympics whatever uh you know marble rally and it's all like to 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 the credit of the people who run that page. I don't know if it's it's Yellow himself or his brother or whatever, but like if you go to the YouTube page, it is all very well categorized. There are playlists for everything. Uh, there are things where like if you just want to have something on in the background, they have the uh, uh, what they have like a uh, one hour long supercut of like all of the races in 
pretty much every past uh, Marble Race event that they've done. Um, it's all very easy to parse uh, for for a YouTube page that has that many videos. Um, so I highly recommend. It's all it. great. Don't yeah, it's all and, great. Yeah, and into like that is all to say. Don't worry about like coming in late. You know. No. They have it really doesn't rules. matter. Like nobody. Everybody has like a few favorite teams, but basically everyone ha- has like y- you're gonna look at you're gonna like half the marbles because exactly. they're just like certain visual aesthetics will always be appealing to you. I like the milky kind of marbles, like not not the ones that are terribly clear and mm-hmm. see through. I like the more milky, yeah, you're, you're, wavy you're designs. Like, yeah, like those are just the ones that i'm drawn to and i end up rooting for because i think they visually look the coolest so those are the ones i end up rooting for and like it's it's just so silly and like even like even like recently the oceanics got a gold medal yes and they've been the butt of a joke for like three years now and everybody in the community was thrilled about it yeah because it's it's like baseball. It's just got a good community of a bunch of people because it's such a non-toxic, pure thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to start fights over fucking marbles, so everyone just has fun. Well, right, and well, the other thing, just like baseball, when fights happen, um, like it gets shut down real quick. Apparently, there was like a I don't even know if it could be considered a spat, but like. I think someone just commented, like an O'Rangers fan commented something kind of mean on a Savage Speeders post that was beyond the like, you know, we're going to beat you. I'm, you know, like trash talk kind of thing that happens. And like both official accounts kind of shut that down was like, we're all here to have fun. In baseball, that happened too. Um, my favorite team, the the Chicago Firefighters. Uh, and the New York millennials were getting into it on Twitter after like they, they were saying like people were like, oh, this is weird. This is like I'm getting bad vibes from this. This should be about togetherness and like or not togetherness, but, you know, it should be positive. Um, and they both posted like, hey, we, we actually like out of character or whatever. We we talk to each other beforehand. We're not like there are no hurt, hard feelings, but, you know, we'll tone it down. You know, we don't want to bring yeah. that kind of negativity in. We just want to have fun. I mean, honestly, it it's still niche enough that I don't think it'll right. ever get popular enough to get the true to toxicity that toxic. comes with I, that. I am hoping that is true. Yeah, exactly. Right now, it's in that sweet spot yeah. where there's enough people, but it's still underground that it's just a joyful community that hasn't developed problems yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So get in now, baby, and have some good time before it potentially turns to shit. But it probably won't because it's it's still a, just a cute little thing. Yeah, yeah. Get it, exactly. get it while it's hot, bitches. Yes, yes, yes. And honestly, the the two week the two week siesta the two week or longer siesta will probably help the heat come off after you know there. I wrote an article about it. There are a bunch of articles that came up out pretty recently about it. Um, so that'll probably help take take the heat off of people who are just kind of coming into it to be shitty uh, and and letting the people who are actually kind of interested in seeing what it is uh, join the community. Um, yeah. I believe both of them have Patreons. We should plug those, right? There's a there's a Marble Run Patreon. There's a Blazeball Patreon. So if, if either yep. of those uh, appeal to you, you should uh, donate. Yeah. 
it's worth it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. They're not long videos. They're worth your time, and we're gonna continue pounding this because it's better than real sports. It really because real is. sports it is so much better in the current sports, state of everything are just so fucking depressing. Makes me feel sad. Yep. So what makes me feel happy though is I don't know if you've been missing Deadspin as much oh, as I yeah, have. Yeah, dude. We got some good news this past couple weeks. The dead the Deadspin people who all quit in solidarity have started a new website which will probably start updating next month. Yes. They've officially announced it. It's a subscription site. Um, they just launched like their first podcast episode in a year. Mm-hmm. But the Defector, mm-hmm. which is a great name. It's really good. It's back. I'm really excited for it. Like I'm really happy all these people are finding something to do, and I really want this to be successful. I've already signed up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be great. I bring this up because, because they just had their first – uh, podcast episode go live recently between uh, Drew McGarry and David Roth. Mm-hmm. And there was a question, like a mailbag question for them that I wanted to bring up because it suddenly made me really think really hard about something so weird. But Sam. Yes. If you could grow an arm anywhere on your body, mm-hmm. where would you want it? Anywhere. Okay, so... I think the answer has to be Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. It's the side of your neck. I think the that's the side of your neck. I think it's got to be the side of your neck and I'll tell you why. Uh number 1, uh you would still be able to put on clothes. You wouldn't have to get new shirts or new pants or whatever, right? You'd still be able to put on clothes. You would get the benefits of having three arms still, like if you if you put it like on your leg for some reason, that would probably be tougher, right? Um, yeah, I, I yeah, and and it won't like it won't be sticking out right in front, so you could like, you know, it won't get in your way any more than your arms do. I feel like for me, that would be the closest to what I've already got going on um, to make the transition to being a three-armed man not that bad. Another answer, though, that I'm thinking now, and I don't think that would be... I don't think this would be advisable, but... I'd, I'd be worried about having it on your neck because I feel like that would cause a lot of strain uh, maybe, on your neck. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You might be right. I'm thinking like re- right on, like at the crook of the neck, almost to where your neck meets your shoulder. So like if I'm wearing a shirt, the 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 arm, the first armpit would be in the where the like where a crew neck, uh, like where the neck hole goes, right? And then my ar- my other arm just goes out the thing. I'm now thinking there's there's another cursed answer that is the arm comes out of your left palm. And oh, so you just have you just a double have, long arm. You have a double long arm with two hands. <laughs> I don't think I want that, but you could reach a lot of the, I you know, you could be a very good baseball player probably. <laughs> You could be a hell of an NFL receiver. Yeah. You just walk to the back of the end zone and stick your double arm up. No one's going to be able to tip the ball. Right, exactly. You win every jump ball. You'd be an amazing basketball player, even if you're short, because you just have double the arm length of anyone else. Mm -hmm. You could dunk by barely getting off the ground. Mm -hmm. 
I was thinking about it, and it has its issues, but I think I'd want it more or less attached, like, to my hip or below my hip. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. You could One thing, it wouldn't be too hard. Like, you could basically just convert all your pockets to actual holes to act as a sleeve. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that inconvenient. And the thing that I bring this up is, is, like, I don't want an arm that's more or less level with my other arms. I would want this extra arm to allow me to do things that I can't physically do as easily normally and I this see. would basically allow me to just pick Jack shit up off, off oh, the ground okay. without That's having true. to bend over so like if i drop something like if i drop my phone on the ground i don't have to bend over to pick it up my hip arm just picks yeah, it up. Yeah, that's that's actually really yeah i see i'm thinking like type faster or whatever like eat while playing video games no, like that's, that's the thing like if you're, you you don't i don't know if i yep. want another arm yep. that's basically level with my current arms because I have two arms already. So they already serve their basic purposes and I'm used to that. I would want an arm in a place that allows me to do things that opens up my abilities to go. Like I could do like a tripod run. Now I would have like extra balance on whatever side it's on. So you're not looking for, you're not looking for a necessarily additive experience the same way. Like my answer would be, would be a purely additive experience, right? It, It is just another arm that does what arms do pretty much the same way. You're kind of, you're disrupting the, the, I'm basically like hoping for like a tail. Yeah, like exactly. a tail. Yes, yes. yeah, hundred percent. You just get an arm that can function more or less as a tail, so you mm-hmm. could do a whole bunch of extra shit, like pick up things or hold things, just like give you extra utility. I mean, to be and I, to, I, be, I, to I, be honest, having it come well, I mean, you'd probably there'd be balance issues. I'm wondering, obviously, see, I'm because I'm one side is I'm weird. If you, I'm wondering if now you're saying the tail. I'm wondering if right above the ass is is a decent place to do it to do that. I think it'd be harder to sit down that way. Almost I think if it's attached to the side, definitely you're right. Yep. If you're yep. if it's yep. attached yep. to the side, unless down. the seat is really narrow, it wouldn't be all that different. Like yep. you wouldn't have to like like sort of like squat weird over the toilet to poop or anything you, like that. You'd run into trouble on airplanes. I think. But airplanes, but airplanes computers, suck but anyway. They suck anyway, and, and you could probably just hold your arm in close, like, over top of your leg, and you'd probably be okay. Mm-hmm. You just tuck your arm kind of, like, over your stomach. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's not perfect, but I just think the extra utility of, like, not having to bend over or get things out of, like, lower shelves. As a tall person, I have that problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Ha- being able to just, like open the cabinets below me and grab something off out of a shelf without having to bend over. That would be fucking great. Right. Yeah. Yep. I don't need the extra reach to be taller. I need the extra reach to be shorter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that was the question so I wanted to ask I'm, you. I'm so, thinking about it now. Cause, cause then the, the next yeah. question is, would you do this? Like, would you actually do this? And I think I'm coming down pretty solidly on, on no, but you know, if I, were I think it would definitely cause more problems than I'm currently thinking of. Mm-hmm. 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 But the question is, where would you stick your arm if this was a thing that was going to happen? Right. And that's where I think I would want my arm to grow. Mm-hmm. Did you see arm penis? 
Before we go, did you see Arm Penis? Yes, I did. I did. See Trevor that. linked it yes, on I on saw, Twitter. I saw Arm. If if you did, if you missed Arm Penis, there's a guy. I think he's in the UK who lost his dick in an accident, and the doctors decided to grow him a new dick on his arm, mm-hmm. and then transplant it once it was fully grown. And he's unhappy because it is fully grown now but the doctors haven't done anything about it it's still just attached to his arm so he's just got this big dick attached to his arm and this is incredibly frustrating because nobody has a fucking picture yep yep if you're gonna make an article about a dick arm show it yep like it's gonna be weird and gross but like how do you hear dick arm i have i have a full-grown dick on an arm tell you yeah refusing to tell someone the best I could find was like a pixelated image, which not good enough. Yep. Like I know it's weird. I know it's. Good. I'm gonna be like, Ugh, but I want to fucking see dick arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Show me the dick arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you haven't seen dick arm, go ahead and look it up. You'll be disappointed if you want to explicitly see dick arm. But I feel bad for the guy because the guy just has a dick on his arm, yep. and he just wants the dick to where where it should be. Yep. But he doesn't have it because doctors are screwing him over. And I feel bad for him. But it's also, like, he's got a dick on his arm. It's hilarious. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. Yeah, thank you. Watch watch Blazeball. Watch uh, watch Mobile. Subscribe to all their Patreons. Uh, Subscribe to uh, 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 Defector, by the way. Uh, You got a -hmm. a special, I think, like, if you subscribe before September, uh, there's, like, a special deal. Like, it's, like, 40% off or something. I don't know. All right, Sam, play yeah. us out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Resins, which and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave, I'm Draw Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Draw Play Dave. On Facebook at the Draw Play Comic. I am currently on a hiatus until they figure out what the hell is wrong with me. But as soon as I feel relatively better, I'll go back to normal. Thanks. Thanks for your patience during this time. We're going to try and do podcasts since I don't have to sit uncomfortably to do this. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And tell me where you'd grow your arm. Hello, folks. J.P. Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. Featuring Baritone Scaleweaver, Half-Elf Bard. Let's go with the starters here, bud. All right. For instance, do you know where, uh, do you know where... The hops for this beer come from. <laughs> Lazy, Jinnish monk. All right, guys, teamwork. Chirp, a Kenku rogue. Boris, I will protect you. Boris Tuli, a dwarven wizard. Right, that's that's not a problem. I'm sure there'll be no no fallout from that incident whatsoever. And Swift Ekills. A dragonborn assassin. Don't got a plan, just rolling with it. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found. Alright guys, so we need to record this promo for the Nerd Cult. Well, uh, we should probably mention that we're a podcast 
uh, be sure to say though that uh, we talk about all things video games, movies, TV, tabletop games, comics, anime, manga, all that stuff. And then uh, Brock should throw out some basic info, you know, like uh, how you can find us at nerdcultspodcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Player.fm, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube, and how we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa, hey, uh, hey, I'm writing all this down. Should we tell them we have no idea what we're doing most of the time? Why, why would we tell them that? Good point. But maybe you should finish it off by letting everyone know that we release episodes every two weeks on Tuesdays. Wait a second. Have we been recording this whole time?